Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we explore and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and tadabbur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. So we are back from our break and today we'll be discussing um gender equity. Uh, one of the persistent problems we face in society is the treatment of women. We were brought up to believe that our male counterparts are allowed to do whatever they want simply because they are male and face little consequences. One such example would be how daughters are given curfews while sons are given free reign to be back home at any time they want. Today, we want to take a look at the Islamic perspective on this issue and Raf will be leading us on this. Thank you, Farah. Assalamualaikum, everyone. It's good to be back uh, with another episode. So, inshallah, today's uh, reflection and discussion will focus on gender equity in Islam. So, gender equity is something that most of us are probably familiar with as we go about our daily lives. Women asking for fair treatment on par with their male counterparts. It is not about asking the same of what men has, but fairness in treatment according to their respective needs. In Surah An-Nisa, verse 124, Allah says, Whoever male or female does good deeds and is a believer, then such people shall enter paradise, and they shall not be wronged in the least. There are various verses in the Quran which addresses the equity between men and women, such as the irrelevance of gender for moral and spiritual potential and reward. The verses had me pondering about the ill treatment of girls or women on the basis of their gender. Despite the progress that we have made as a society, we still have a ways to go when it comes to according women the respect and honor that they require. Prophet Muhammad emphasized on the importance of being kind to women. There are hadiths which evidence our beloved prophets stands on this, such as Imam al-Bukhari's, related by Ahmad and Ibn Majah. Uqba ibn Amir said, I heard God's messenger as he said, he who has three daughters and is patient with them and clothes them according to his means, they will be to him a shield from the fire. In the hadith, the prophet emphasized on the need to be kind to one's daughters. He tells fathers of the great blessings that their daughters bring them. In this particular hadith, the Prophet stressed on having patience to care for their daughters as people often feel disheartened when a daughter is born. We may have on some occasion hear of this statement, jaga anak perempuan susah dari anak lelaki, which means it is more challenging to raise a daughter than a son. Personally, I feel that this is a misguided statement as it is equally challenging to raise both a son and a daughter. I'm sure that most of us women with brothers grew up with various restrictions as compared to our brothers. For instance, a daughter is imposed a very strict curfew of 9pm while her brother is allowed to stay out late sometimes not returning home till the wee hours. The reason given by the parents, kau tu anak perempuan, jagari kau betul-betul, which translates to, you are a girl, protect yourself. This stems from the parents' fear that the daughter will bring dishonor to the family if she were to be seen misbehaving in public by relatives or family friends. But this reminder is not accorded to the sons, which is alarming as both men and women have the same moral duties and responsibilities, and they both will face same consequences of their deeds. It appears that a son's transgression is more forgivable than a daughter's, as if the daughter is more blameworthy. 
even in marriages too, when someone messes up, it is usually the wife who is to be blamed. How did she treat her husband? If she had been a better wife, he wouldn't have gone astray. We cannot keep treating men and women differently by making one accountable for their actions, while the other gets a free pass due to their gender status. Everyone is accountable for their actions. As Muslims, we have a duty to be kind to Allah's creations, and this includes women folk. We should accord the same respect and honor as we do towards men. Let's remind ourselves of the gender equity that Islam emphasized on. Whatever good deeds that a man does, a woman who does the same will be similarly rewarded, nothing less. And whatever bad deed that a woman commits, a man who does the same will face the consequences as the woman, no lesser. All right, thank you, Raf. I'm inclined to agree with one of the points that you brought up, which was um, uh, when you say that it's, uh, some people say it's, it's difficult uh, to raise um, a daughter, but I think it's just as equally um, difficult to raise a son as well. Because uh, at the end of the day, some, some problems you have to, to go back to the root cause and that's how uh, we as parents bring up our children. Uh, to make sure they 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 grow up with good good characters so, but I also think that um gender equity um what we're discussing today, uh mostly stems from like societal and like cultural views, like you say lah how parents like to give perfumes to um to girls to come home earlier, uh and then boys get to stay out late. I I, I really think this is um cultural, but and then it translates back into. Uh, how people who don't know Islam views us as um a quite restrictive religion to uh, in a sense that um women don't get a lot of fairness uh when when we um uh, practice this religion lah. and like Ralph said there are plenty of um there are plenty of uh verses in the Quran that uh list out um the way that uh I wouldn't say being fair because. If you wanna if you wanna talk about being fair, it has to be like hundred percent fair, and I don't think that is possible. Um, so that's why today's discussion is equity, right? So yeah, there's there's many many different verses that outlines uh how uh, Allah in a sense protect women uh in this religion, and how the prophet uh lifted the uh status of women because before uh before Islam not before Islam came, um, rather before um, the Prophet got the message, um, uh, it was a cultural thing to do like infanticide uh, in, and, and also like um, basically women's status um, back then in Arabia was just not, not that high. La. They, they're, they're not viewed as equals to men. And it reminded me of this one um, surah uh, some verses in the surah from Surah Al Mujadila about this uh, woman, woman called Haula bin Ta'laba. She is uh, an Ansari and she is um, married. Back then, before that, um, there was no such thing as talak yet. So, um, what they did was they asked for the zihar, meaning they compared the wife to their mother. And then, um, which is like, uh, if I remember correctly, it was a form of insult, and then meaning that the husband did not want anything to do with the wife. So the uh, so Haula went to Rasulullah Wasallam and complained to him, and that's when um Allah told him how to 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 help women kind And I I thought that was um it reminded me of how um the Prophet Wasallam treated women, and I I feel um how men treat women. Got to start from when they were small. I think they need to 
um be taught how to teach how to treat women with respect and I again like start it starts with the husband. So yeah that's my reflection. Uh okay, how about Mirta? Can you tell us a bit about your reflection? Yeah, so like like what you said, I totally agree. Like our law is uh really fair. We give men and women different roles to fulfill to to elevate their status uh and to go into jana like men can lead in prayer and women can give birth and neither one can do the other job, right? Like you said, uh, no, like it is all cultural. Uh, in Maybe started from the Arab society. No narrations can be found uh, about the female companions of uh, the messenger feeling like what the messenger thought was like demeaning to women. There, there's no narration on that. Basically, all of this is from culture and not from the Quran. We have to remember that, lah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mirta. Uh, okay. Ayn, do you want to share your reflection now? I think following up on Mirta's input, right? Like, yeah, like how uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu gave a lot of empowerment instead of you know, all. I mean, it's all the empowerment that has, he has been, that is mentioned on all the hadith, like how he gave empowerment to his wife, to his uh, daughter. So I think it all starts from home. La. So for in my case, I think my parents gave me a lot of empowerment to be, to, to decide what is good for myself. Like I didn't make the right... <laughs> Choices like going back home late, this kind of thing. But I think, Alhamdulillah, I think, uh, I hope, you know, all these cultural statements, like the passing of uh, sayings like, kau tu anak perempuan, kena jaga diri. I hope they have the intention of their safety, not because they are girls. You know what I mean? As in, if you say in that tone, I mean, it doesn't feel sincere. It's just like, we call perempuan, that's why you need to be home early. I mean, besides that, I think guys also can kena rompak that kind of thing, what? <laughs> yeah, so back to like, in, I mean, in my case, uh, for my own reflection, empowerment is very important to the family. So, if it's a cultural thing, I, I mean, I've never had the situation to be said. I mean, I've never had people say it to my face or my family. Lah. Or probably if they have, I probably have struck them out and like, you know, shut down all the haters. <laughs> so I think it's about, you know, um, concentrating on your own family and what works best for them. So I think you also need to follow in Prophet's footsteps, lah, you know, like uh, if you have a daughter, you know, uh, give them a lot of empowerment. And if let's say you have a son, uh, treat women with respect. And it's not, a matter of oh, women are stick to your typical uh, cultural roles like being a housewife, this kind of thing. I think it goes way beyond that. I think and Prophet has already shown a lot of examples on how to like exemplify after him. You know, be a role model. Even as a father, uh, you manja-manja with your wife. See your son see also like no, oh, my father so romantic. I know. <laughs> In that case, whereby, like, um, women can have a uh, like higher status, ah, uh, 
not just by 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 not just by the book you know but you know by example by acting upon it lah. that's my take so like in our i i realize that in our society um because you know like like i mentioned earlier eh, um our parents or most parents would say you know jaga diri by by you know there's actually a hidden message to it which i mean i i read bet- i'm reading what i'm reading between the lines is that what they are saying is that don't get yourself pregnant you know um but it's not the this message is not being given or not not being uh, yeah not being given to 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 the sons uh, or rather it's not explicitly given to the son so when 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 some girls got pregnant well long you know they are always seen as like damaged goods but yet the guys get away with it uh and then you know these women get ostracized so you know, they always say oh apa did that uh no uh she's already pregnant she's really damaged yet the 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 guy gets away with it you know so i think this is one of the the things that i realized that we, even in our society i think it's a cultural thing not only in our own community but in other communities as well that uh women are ostracized like that thanks ain thanks raf yeah i i agree um i think The underlying message is to not get yourself pregnant. Lah. <laughs> that's why that's why the curfew is imposed, right? But yeah, at the end of the day, like I say, lah, the curfew is, um, we're not we're not discouraging curfews. We're just saying that um, both genders can get into trouble after 9 p.m. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about that? Um, let, let's share with us your reflection. Okay, so I uh, I was brought up in a family whereby my mom was generally strict with uh, my brother and me and my sister. But I think for us girls, it's more. Uh, but it also because it's um, the way she was brought up, like her, her parents are quite protective. Lah. So, um, and I never knew that. I mean, it, it annoys me to know that you know why why is that a double standard but if but i was brought up that way so i never question it and then but for my husband he's um it's the same thing but it's just that um his mom enforces that like uh the boys also have to do housework so i mean i know we're talking about like you know uh why there's like double standard for girls and boys so like if um Like for my husband, he he help out. He his his mom doesn't like give chance when you know like oh you don't need to clean the house just because you're a boy. But for my mom, it's like oh you're a girl, so you have to clean the house, you have to serve drinks to to the men when they come and all that. Unlike my husband, so um I didn't realize that you know in Islam that there is that equity until I'm older and I and I learn about it. So um, and I hope that I, if I ever have a son, I have a daughter. So if I ever have a son, I mean even for a daughter, that I would be fair and not um do what my mom does. Nah, I don't blame my mom for being the way she is, but I guess it's because the way she's brought up. So I hope to change that. And you know um because now that I've learned that um Islam is a fair religion, you know, not just because I like uh I think. Like Marita and even Ayn mentioned that you know it's a lot and even Raf mentioned it's all a lot about culture and it, this culture follows through and I hope that it stops 
in our generation at least so that our child that our child grow up to be able to stand up on their own and you know um be empowered be it whether they're a boy or a girl all right thanks Nan. i agree um chores are also part of the problem i think we shouldn't leave everything to females um especially when i don't say it much it bawangs <laughs> say that we have to cook and clean and um, basically settle the house on top of working I, I think that's not fair I use the word fair here because yeah I think it should be spread out equally among the husband and wife and also the kids lah. so we should train we should uh, get the kids to help um, with our chores uh, at home because if you do it all alone the, the burnout is real and also to model our um, prophet um, he always helps around the house he doesn't let his wife um, be the only one who do the housework yeah i think with the covid situation uh with more couples i mean husband and wife being working from home right i don't know whether it's still the same dynamics whereby they have their children to take care of like for their home-based learning and then handling household chores and then sharing laptops and then sharing space while both of you guys have meetings i think with the covid uh, it causes a lot of strain in relations relationships also i think there's a rise in fights domestic abuse right because of how they can get stressed by working from home and handling everything. From what I understand, it's mainly on how the male counterparts are not sharing the load. So I think in this also, I hope that you know, with this work from home becoming a norm, right? Uh, gender equity can be how uh, can 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 be taught thoroughly and how to handle it. In, in homes, you know, because this kind of thing is really very difficult. For example, in my case, I just had a newborn. So my I have to work from home and my husband decided to let uh, our newborn stay in instead of going to infant care. So I told him it's very difficult for me because I cannot multitask and I know that even though he is around, he will conveniently just he will conveniently let me take care of him even though he's supposed to when I'm supposed to work from home so in that case so it really depends on your partner whether you know they have understanding about uh how this why am I rambling on ah uh? see I forgot already what's no, the I know I know I think uh, there was there was a study last month by uh, uh, NUS uh, professor and uh-huh. some Yale, Yale associates, uh, they said that uh, women feel less satisfied in marriages during and after the circuit breaker. Mm. And then I was uh, going to write about it. Lah, but then what the study found was that um, men preferred to handle the kids rather than do the household chores. So my experience, like a few years ago when I just gave birth right, to my second child, I was at home with uh, a one-year-old and a newborn. I had to do the household chores on my own and my uh, husband went out to work, right? And he worked like uh, all day, even in the evenings. Sometimes when I feel stressed at home, I I 
I have a, a tinge of resentment. But then when I think about it now, right, uh, even if I were the one to be out there and he is the one at home, I wouldn't be happy about it either. So I guess that is what equity means. Lah. Like, you do what you have to do with your husband, share the the, the burden. Lah. Like, uh, somebody goes to work and then uh, I stay at home and take care of the kids. I mean, in the end, everything is for our own good, for the good of the family. For, for me, I mean, I we, we don't have a child yet, but... I mean, circuit breakers, of course, temper, tempers fly. We are cooped up in the same room, working from home together, you know, fighting for the fighting for the time to have a meeting, that kind of thing. Uh, but I think what really helped uh, is the delegation of household chores. Uh, I mean, I'm very blessed that my husband does his part with the household chores. Uh, I cook, naturally. My husband does the laundry and the vacuuming of the home. So... I think that takes the stress out of hey, who's going to upkeep the home, who's going to you know ensure that the home is clean and all that. Although it might not be something that's up to my uh, standards in a way, but uh, I'm very happy that he you know he does his end of the deal uh, and all that. So yeah, I think like I think earlier not or I mean you girls mentioned about you know it's really how uh, you were brought up. The mindset that we have all been brought up with that, you know, for some of us, the girls have to do all the household chores while the boys don't even need to do, don't even need to leave a finger uh, while there are certain households, certain families where everyone gets their fair share to do the household chores and then know their responsibilities and not just leave it to the girls to do it. So yeah, ultimately it's also the upbringing, the, the, the mindset that um, everyone uh, goes up with and I hope that this this change with the future generation and I can see that um, our generation uh, is changing that narrative that uh, the males are stepping up more to you know to put up their fair share of their you know to, to, to do to do you know their, their, their fair share of the of the work and even uh, the girl the women are being more recognized in in a lot of areas um, getting their you know getting their share of respect and all that you know just for example like last year what happened you know uh, during the uh, the you know the sexual harassment thing last year uh, by by OLG and then this year about the Ustaza poll and all that so we hear many people speaking out about it as compared to maybe like in the past you know, we always brush it off as saying that, that oh, it's okay lah, um, you know, it's just a joke and all that, but we are all recognising that this is wrong, you know, women need to be respected more, uh, we need, women need to be accorded the same kind of respect as men, and, you know, men also has to be accountable for their actions and all that, so I think it's, it's great to hear that, you know, that our generation is also starting to change that narrative that um, the past has uh, set Maybe Ayin, you can ask your your husband like what he prefers to do <laughs> around the house. Uh, he actually he give me is giving me a lot of empowerment also. He is asking me to uh, apply jobs uh, with higher pay so that he can be a house husband. Oh my god, <laughs> house yeah, husband. He, yeah, That's the top scope of a house know. husband. Yeah, <laughs> so you know. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> what we discussed about. Yeah, so he was the one who shared with me about, you know, that he's he giving me a lot of uh, confidence that, no, you should <laughs> take this job. 
like what Raf has mentioned, I, I really agree that our the narrative is slowly changing with with more men speaking, not only Muslim men, lah, I mean in general, uh, men who are standing up for women, uh, they understand on the emotional labor of uh, organizing your family in this difficult time. So even for my boss, he's very understanding of of people of my department. So when we are working from home and when we are having a meeting and we have children crying, we have babies in the picture. So it, it, it's a normalized thing. And, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, we understand that not only women are taking care of babies now, it's men also. So I hope with this, new with this more uh with a lot of uh new new new, new educated uh males and this cultural thing will fade off lah i think with this covid right we got time to think about <laughs> being pregnant i think it's so scary to be pregnant now with all this uh virus so uh that's my take again <laughs> Like, okay, for my part, um, I'm usually, like, solo parenting, right? Because my husband's uh, away most of the time. But when he's around, I think the initial part, um, he was a bit, uh, it irritated him a bit that the house is messy because I don't clean. And he knows that even when I was pregnant, I was cleaning the house, like, right up to before I gave birth. I mean, he does help with the household when he's around. But, uh. I have been trying to maintain it when he's not around. So then when we had a child, the initial few weeks was still not too bad. But then when he went uh, when he went away, then he came back and he saw that the house was messy. He couldn't take it. But I think after a while, he got used to it that I'm solo parenting. So even though my mom is around to help me to uh, look after my child, I still can't clean. Like I can't do a full cleaner for the fact that my parents' house is quite big. So it's... um with no one helping to clean the house and only me most of the time, he has learned to accept that, you know, the house will be a mess. It's either his, our child get looked after or the house is messy. So I think it took him a while for him to understand. I think, and I think for men, uh, like he, he's also brought up in a, in a way such that, oh, women should do this thing. But I think he has learned to a bit open about it and like, okay, certain things that men can do also. Uh, just to add on about like Raf mentioned about this the OLG thing and sexuality thing I think that needs working on because some men really don't get it like how women would feel because I wasn't like affected directly but I do get disturbed by men and I've had had crude responses from men but then my husband don't I wouldn't say not he don't really see it, but he usually he will like when I get sad I mean he just ignore he just like oh just ignore lah but it affects me and he doesn't realize that and then like the OLG, OLG thing, it affects me too. But he doesn't, to him it's like, oh, but they are just, you know, I, I don't know how to educate him. But I do hope that, you know, eventually he will learn that now he has a daughter, how it will affect his daughter. Because I think it's for certain men, it's still hard for them. Like, oh, but it's just, you know, like they say, what do you call that? Locker room talk, right? They say, and, and he said that girls also do it, right? I don't think we do it, so. Yeah, we don't do it, disclaimer. <laughs> We yeah. don't talk about yeah, men's so, bodies or whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. So like, okay, I'm okay. Maybe there are girls who do it, but I don't know. I've I've never done done it. So it's like, uh, but for me, I uh, I it was the same situation with my husband too. I was very affected by it. Uh, 
Partly because I I I had past experiences, uh, you know, being harassed, uh, being you know, in um, I I, I had ex experiences in the past. So I think my husband couldn't understand the the reason why I was so affected by it, until I kept telling him that you know about respecting women and all that. Then only I I think it took it took quite a while for me to emphasize on on this topic and all that until I I think until only then he understood. You know why? Why? Why it's not right? Yeah. So, <laughs> not whatever it is, don't give up. Maybe you need uh, your husband to talk to my husband lah. <laughs> don't don't give up. You know, it, it will come one one. It will come one day. He will understand why it's not right. I think when he has a daughter, he will understand lah. Yeah. Nobody wants so. men to talk about their daughter, right? Sister a bit hard. Yeah, mm. but daughter maybe. <laughs> So to to summarize what we've discussed, um, basically in order to move the towards the right direction of um gender equity, uh, it all starts from home. We need to be the ones um to begin the change, and I think it has already begun based on our um discussion. Uh, I I think that um when we see such um injustice happen, we need to call it out. When you call it out. Um, actively on social media, you call it out. Um, you 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 discuss about it. Um, even, uh, privately, I think it has already started to make its effect. It has started to bring across the realization that it is not right to do that, and um, we can continue doing it, and we can continue educating. And of course, most importantly, uh, we start at home. We start we start with our kids, um, our boys and girls, and we tell them how to. We teach them and we raise them and do right by them lah, which is um our responsibility. Okay, and with that, um, that's the end of the episode. If you like our content, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, our Quran journey, and we are also available on Instagram, the same handle, uh, where we will post our Quran journaling, book reviews, and things related to religion. Um, thank you. Assalamualaikum. 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 Assalamualaikum.